We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. This is the Buckeye Roundtable Show, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and Cova Insurance and by Papa John's. Now along with former OSU All-American Jim Lachey and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, here's your host, Skip Mossick. And welcome everybody into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show following Ohio State's dominating 48-7 win at Nebraska Saturday night. We'll break it on down and Look ahead to Michigan State coming up this week with former OSU All-American and NFL All-Pro offensive lineman Jim Lachey looking good, well-rested from the Feeling weekend. good, yes. <laughs> Had a good night's sleep last night. Ready to go for another week of Buckeye football. Hall of Fame broadcaster, voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Basking in the culture of Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> and sitting in with us tonight, former Buckeye captain, linebacker Jerry Rudzinski. Great to see you as good always. Good seeing you. Know where I'd rather be on a Monday night. Jerry, All right. we're going to start with you, okay? Uh, we heard so much about Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez coming into this game. Buckeyes held him to 81 yards rushing, just 47 passing, picked him off three times. 
What did Ohio State do defensively to completely take him out of his game? Well, they they just made the guy, you know, beat himself. When you have that kind of personnel, you're going to put that person in a tough situation. He's eventually going to, you know, make those mistakes. And when I look at that defense, Skip, it's we got we got guys everywhere, but we especially got guys in those right spots. You got Chase Young at defensive end. You got great cornerbacks in those key spots. We are just absolutely stacked. Dominating performance on Saturday. Keels said all week last week, it's not Nebraska's fault that the media, both regional and national, made more of this matchup Saturday than what it was. Question to you, though, how much improvement have you seen with the Cornhuskers from year one to year two under Scott Frost? Uh, Hard to say, because really you could legitimately claim that what they brought to Columbus last year might have been better than what we saw Saturday night in Lincoln. So that's kind of an incomplete review. The recruiting by rating standards has been good. Uh, so but I, I don't know that it's really any better than it was last year, Skip. Lachey, you and I were watching a Penn State roll Maryland on Friday night. I asked you if you could see Ohio State doing the same thing on Saturday to Nebraska. You said absolutely. And I say what it turned out to be that way. One of the big keys, just what Ohio State was able to do up front and some, some changes in personnel for various reasons up front this past week. The O-line played great. They did. And, again, give the offensive line and the play calling a lot of credit. Uh, I think the guys had a great game plan coming in. The coaches put it together, and the players went out and executed. Now, how do you do it? you got to get movement at the line of scrimmage, and our guys were getting movement at front. Uh, now, they got a big defensive line. Daniel, the two Davis boys, they're all over 300 pounds. But they wore out a little bit. And our guys, we double teamed them. We got movement. There's a lot of times where J.K. didn't get touched until he got to the linebacker level. And if you do that with J.K., he's going to get 10 yards plus. And a big running head up the sideline. I think he went through a tiny hole and didn't get touched. You know, I mean, he's just finding the ways the offensive line sustaining their blocks. Not just them, Skip. Those wide receivers. If you're going to have a big play, they're doing a job down the field. So it's all working right now. Play calling, execution by the players. What a first half there in Nebraska. That was fun. And not a whole lot of laundry on the ground. I'm not noticing. You're noticing a lot of holding penalties or false starts, any of that kind of stuff. It's like they're they're just doing it very methodically. Very clean. Like I said, they're executing the game plan. And when you do that, you don't have penalties. They all have confidence in what they're supposed to do, where they're supposed to be, who they're supposed to block. And right now it's working. Plenty to come the next two hours. We'll tell you all about it more. Saturday, the Buckeyes host Michigan State. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 6 p.m. Up next, we'll hit our 60-second timeout as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network. Work from Learfield IMG College. Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no days off rise and grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. 
They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Hi, I'm George Kaufman, Vice President and Fifth Generation Buyers Family Member. At Buyers Auto, we've been Buckeye fans since 1897, back when tailgates had actual tails. Today, over a century later, Buyers Auto sells more cars than any other dealership in Central Ohio. We are proud to sponsor Ohio State Athletics again this year because Buyers Auto believes in the values that Ohio State instills in young people, and we hold ourselves to those same values. Go Bucks! Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit buyersauto.com. Big Lots wants to help you live big and save lots this fall. So right now, you can enter for a chance to win four tickets to one of Ohio State's home football games. To enter, just go to biglots.com slash OSU. Big Lots is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. No purchase necessary. Open to Ohio residents 18 and up. Sweepstakes starts August 19th, 2019 and ends November 11th, 2019. For official rules, go to biglots.com slash OSU. Void where prohibited. Sponsored by Big Lots. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear, thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Fan, Ohio sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show. 48-7 Ohio State wins at Nebraska on Saturday. Welcome back with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Jerry Radzinski in with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com to save $2 on any order over 20 bucks, and your locally owned Papa John's would donate a dollar to the James at Ohio State. Buck up and beat cancer. Everybody like their Papa John's pizza tonight. Not bad. Yes, it is. Not a whole lot left. I and know the, that. It the was garlic bread was good, too. I'll tell you what. Uh, thanks, Papa John's, for catering tonight's show. A couple of different pies, including a couple on their gluten-free crust, available now on all of their pizzas. Time now for our 60-second timeout. Buckeye Roundtable. 60-second timeout. So much to get into. Let's start with J.K. Dobbins. Another very strong performance. 24 carries for 178 his yards after contact just continue to increase. What is he doing differently than maybe he wasn't doing his first two years? Jerry Rudzinski, we'll start with you. Yeah, well, I think he's playing with confidence first and foremost. He knows it's it's his show this year. You know, we rushed for 368 yards, so defenses can't only key on him. You got Justin Fields, you got a talented group of receivers, you got a, a, a very uh, dynamic offense that can stretch you horizontally and vertically. What that's doing is creating creases in these defenses, and J.K. Dobbins has taken full advantage of it. So, I think it's it's going to continue. I don't see him slowing down one bit. Aside from confidence, Lachey, is he doing anything differently physically that's allowing him to get more yards after first hit? You know, I think his, uh, I just think he's a little bit tougher up, you know. I mean, he's running a little bit harder. I don't know if he's 100, you know, maybe last year throughout the course year no one's ever 100 percent healthy but he just looks like he's fit and 
He's got a little bit more punch to him, you know, when he hits guys. And it seems like guys don't bring him down. Early on in his career, he seemed like he would get a lot of what I call shoestring tackles. Guys would come swipe and heel click your ankles, things like that. And and a lot of, you know, a lot of those things that, you know, I don't know if it's a strength thing or not, but that was, you know, something early in his career that I saw. You don't see that anymore. Plus, there's a lot of times, as I said earlier, he's getting to that linebacker level. And when you can get there, you can do a lot of things as a running back and be a creative. So I think it's the offensive line. They're using him the right way. And our 12 personnel package, two tight ends, one back being J.K., has been fantastic for Ohio State this year, and I would expect to see a lot more of that. Is this the best you've seen him, Paul? No question. Uh, you know, we got teased with his first game at Indiana a few years ago, but, you know, and obviously, too, just the fact that he's getting elongated stretches of runs out there, too. Justin Fields, where do you begin? Just another solid, solid game. 15 of 21 passing for 212, three touchdowns, rushes for 72 on another score. He does so much very well, both running and passing. If the only criticism is that he may hold the ball a touch too long and make himself venerable for a sack, then so be it. You just worry about the contact, especially with the type of opponent he's facing this week, Jerry. Yeah, well, exactly. As, as well as he runs the ball, I might want him holding it on onto it even longer. I mean, because because uh, of his field. When he scored that first touchdown, you see the hole open up. This isn't a Lamar Jackson type guy where you say, oh, he's a quarterback and he can run. He actually looked like a tailback. You looked at his body lean. You looked at the size of his legs. You, you know, you look at the way he, his knees are pumping there. The guy looked like a tailback, and that's just mm. not a fair fight for these, for these defenses. So, yeah, he, he threw the ball efficiently. He's managing the offense. He's checking all those boxes right now, and I just love the way he brings that new dimension with 12 guys on the field. You know, you got to defend a passing quarterback, but you also got this extra guy, a running quarterback. Paul, again, we just keep waiting for it's like, okay, how's he going to do under this pressure? How's he going to do it? He just continues to perform. Looks calm and cool out there. Doesn't seem to get flustered even when they're, you know, if you think back to the Miami game with the, the safety that occurred. But a guy that when that decision gets made to run, it just seems to happen so effortlessly and so quickly. But it, it's also been impressive to see the way he's thrown the ball and thrown it deep. Well, Lachey, you're an offensive lineman. You're always going to say he's going to hold on to the ball too long. If got, There's a couple of them. Sack. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing. Don't, don't get our sack numbers. We've got 10 right now. That's, that's just way too many for this offensive line they're very talented. It's something you take personal, Skip. You know that. I know. Yeah, you don't ever want to like, get your quarterback hurt to let, or hit. And because if he gets hit, sometimes he can get hurt. So for Ohio State, you got to keep number one standing. He's playing outstanding right now. Again, the coaches are putting him in great position. He's taking the coaching and then he's got a lot of skill around him. Obviously that pass to Garrett Wilson in the corner was unbelievable. Uh, and, and his running, you know, that first run, the scramble, he gets in there, he dives right at the goal line to avoid any serious contact. I just think he's playing really smart football, right? And they, he hasn't had any interceptions, guys. 23 touchdowns, no interceptions. It's just fantastic. So keep him standing, boys. Don't <laughs> yeah. let him get hit. <laughs> I'll make you guys think about this now, and I want to get your response. Buckeye defense thoroughly dominated Nebraska, especially when all the ones were in. Three picks, four more sacks. The Buckeyes are currently second nationally in total defense. Is this the best overall defense we've seen at Ohio State since the O2 championship team? We'll start with Jerry Rudzinski. Yeah, I, I don't see any holes now. I'd love to answer that question after a couple more games play out, but... Uh, we talked at the beginning of the show in the in those key spots. You know, is Damon Arnett going to step up and be kind of that 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 elite player? Well, he, uh, he definitely is. And then the other side with Okuda, that looks so good. We all know about Chase Young, but it's those guys like Pete Warner. Where last year you say, oh, is it scheme? Is it you know? Is it is it? He's just not that good. 
there's a guy. I see him going to the NFL, not just making it for a year or two. I think he could have a long run. Yeah. He's an outstanding player, and he's just another guy out there on that defense. So, it's all coming together for that defense, and at all three levels, they are just so sound. Oh, yeah, that big murder movie head when he knocked uh, that, that was, guy that out. Was, uh, you know, as you were asking the question, Skip, I was th- thinking th- about th- the think 2002 about yeah. defense, yeah. With what they could do at all those levels. When you had Dawson Nicky in the back end, you had Wilhelm in the middle, at linebackers, and then you had those monsters up front with Simon Frazier, and uh, this this might be one of the best since then. And you look at and, and the oh, talent oh, on the fourteen oh. might be one of the best defenses. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. You know all what I mean? Those. So I mean, it, all those years, it's, it's like yeah. wow. And what I like out of this defense right now, again, uh, we got Chase Young, and we got Jonathan Cooper back, and we got some defensive ends that have got a lot of experience. Guys like Tyler Friday, who's really gotten better. We need Tyreek Smith back. Hopefully, he'll get healthy and contribute. Zach Harrison's getting better. He was one of those guys on the long Adrian Martinez run. Yeah. He was down there. Baron Browning was down there. Speaking about Baron Browning, he's stepping up, make plays, uh, being real physical there. So I think that whole defense as a whole. And then the timely play stunts up front. You know, a lot of times we have Chase, you know, making an inside move. Robert Landers feels Chase making an inside move, beating a tackle. He slips outside the cover. They're just playing smart football. That front, you know, those tackles, I said, they're all fifth-year seniors. They know how to play this game. They understand what they have to do. I think it starts up front. It's getting it done. And then Jeff Okuda, mm. how about the sure tackling? You know, I, I like his tackling on that first series, uh, you know, coming up, taking out the guy's legs, letting him know that those bubble screens and, and weren't going to be a thing that is going to happen today. And then the interceptions. You know, like Paul said, 30 games without any, and then <laughs> and it then starts raining. Got three. You know, it's raining. Now. And I asked the question, is everyone was going palms up on this defense last year, and all of a sudden I'm asking the question if it's the best since, you know, since the O2 championship team. It's amazing. Ah. Fun to watch. Rate the opponent. We say it every week. Again, it's not Nebraska's fault that TV wanted to make this matchup more than what it was. It's not their fault that they were the trendy pick to win the West, and they still may. I mean, who knows at this point? How do the Cornhuskers finish the year? Paul, I still am more impressed in the West with both Iowa and Wisconsin. I don't know that Nebraska, even at home, has got the ability to knock those two teams off. Now, they've got some electrifying mm-hmm. players. Uh, certainly, when you watch some of what's happened in their games prior to Saturday, Maurice Washington, mm-hmm. well, the way he's a game-breaking running back, uh, certainly we know what J.D. Spielman can do. Uh, but I, I'm not convinced that they still could win the West now. It's the offensive line for Nebraska. Uh, they, there you go. they got exposed. Uh, you know, they got exposed in a big way. Uh, Far- uh, Farniak, he, he's still number 71, still missing guys out there. I think he's a good football player. He'll watch his film and learn and say, God bless, I don't have to play Chase anymore because mm. he taught him some lessons out there. And then their left tackle, uh, Hymas, he's been around for a while, a three-year starter. He might be a better guard long-term, you know what I mean? I think he's a good football player, good athlete. But I think their offensive lines go to the next level. And then you know, last year or two years ago, J.D. Spielman had 200 yards against us, guys. Uh, what happened there? I mean, uh, they shut him down. Got him shy well. quarterback after three yeah, interceptions. Well, yeah, eight passes he completed for, what, 47 yards. Yeah, That'll do it. But, but I do think you're seeing improvement where they started last year versus where they are now. Scott Frost, he's, they've always had energy out at, at Nebraska in that home crowd and that type of environment. But it's it's been elevated. That's going to help recruiting. He's going to continue to bring in the right players. And, I mean, honestly, I think Martinez is a good quarterback. quarterback but Wisconsin is the team that, that out there in that West is, is yeah. the one you got to watch out for. When Wisconsin comes to play, it's going to be tough for us to get 368 yards rushing against that team. It's going to be a different animal. I agree with both you guys. Wisconsin, Iowa, that's probably the cream of that of the West. But I want to see Nebraska good because that's a fun place to play. The people there are <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Head the tops. If everybody in the Big Ten could be like that, it would be just a beautiful world. Tell you what, real quick, end of the day, was this a quality win? 
I would say, yeah, you go on the road Absolutely. night game for sure. They're a bowl team. They'll make a bowl. There you go. Just all we wanted to know. Good job, guys. Giant Eagle, Pringles, and Coca-Cola bring you the ultimate Buckeye home gate again this season. Register today at ohiostatebuckeyes.com slash home gate, and you can win a catered party for 20 at your home for a regular season away game featuring a former Buckeye player. Giant Eagle, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Some surprises uh, from this past weekend. We will break it down for you after further review. That's next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Power is a great deal during Ram Power Days. But when that deal is on the all-new Ram 1500 with available features like a 12-inch touchscreen, the largest of any light-duty truck, a bed with sides that double as Ram box storage, a tailgate capable of a 60-40 split, and a legendary Hemi V8 with hybrid technology. Well, not only is that a powerful deal, that's the power to innovate. The all-new Ram 1500. Hurry into Ram Power Days for great deals on the most powerful lineup with the most horsepower of any full-size truck. Well-qualified lessees can lease the all-new 2019 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4 with a V6 engine for $269 a month for 24 months with $3,750 due at signing. Tax title license extra. Call 1-877-RAM-5722 for lease details. Requires dealer contribution or lease through iLife Financial. Extra charge for miles over $20,000. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 930. At Farm Credit Mid-America, we're big fans of the Ohio State University's College of Food, Agricultural, and Environmental Sciences. Together, we're developing the next generation of agriculture needed to support those who grow, harvest, and produce high-quality product, and preparing them to rise up to the challenges of an evolving and growing industry. We're proud to stand behind them as we work together to empower future generations who have a passion for agriculture and a desire to secure its future. Learn more at e-farmcredit.com. You know the most overrated thing about going to the game? Driving yourself. Hey, it's Anthony Rothman. Avoid the headache of traffic and the cost of parking. Take Coda Express. It's offered from Coda's Crosswoods Park and Ride and the Ohio Expo Center and State Fairgrounds for just $5.50 round trip. Buses go three hours before and two hours after every home game. Get dropped off a block from the shoe. Cash and cards accepted at the park and ride locations. Delaware residents take day to bus to Crosswoods and catch Coda to the game. Visit Coda.com slash OSU football. It may be considered a controversy to have many qualified players for one position, but in football and the legal system, depth and strength is what sets law firms and teams apart from the rest. Elk and Elk is recommended by legal ranking systems and most importantly by our clients. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO where our depth is your strength and trust is earned. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks! Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. Your Ohio State flagship station, The Fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show. Ohio State defeats Nebraska 48-7 on Saturday with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Jerry Radzinski. I'm Skip Mossick. For more Buckeye highlights and analysis, tune to Buckeye Weekly on Fox Sports Ohio tonight at 10.30 p.m. Again, watch Buckeye Weekly tonight at 10.30 on Fox Sports Ohio and Fox Sports Go. Now will send two wide receivers to his left, one to his right, and have his Javante Williams, the running back, right-hand side. As he waits to take a shotgun snap, brings a man in motion, and will keep it, running it, keeping it, diving, and he won't get there. Stop shy, then he pitched it late, and is pushed out of bounds. They try to flip it back in bounds. Did Des Newsome, but he was knocked out of bounds, and Clemson holds defensively. Boy, they had that perfectly played, perfectly played. Now running a little option right side. Don Munson, Clemson Radio Network. Tigers escape North Carolina 21-20. The obvious question, guys, after further review is Mac Brown's decision to go for two and the win versus kicking it and getting it to overtime. Well, apparently there's been a lot of chatter that people think what should have happened because they were out of timeouts when the offense saw something that they didn't like with the way they were going to fit, that they should have taken the delay of game penalty and then kicked it. Uh, you know, I think everybody understood the idea of going for two, kind of like Maryland last year, feeling the team would wear out eventually against Clemson. But it was not seeing what they wanted to see or what was going to work and, in, and not being able to take the time out, just take the penalty and kick and keep it going. You know, there's going to be hindsight. Uh, your thoughts when you you know, when you know saw the Carolina was going to go well, for two. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, I'm not just saying this uh, in, in with the rearview mirror. I, I think you kick the extra point in that situation. I mean, I understand there could be a situation, you know, where you, where you do that, but you get that thing into overtime. I thought there was a little bit of time left on the clock, so it's like not only do you have to make that, this sure. isn't clock expiring. This is Clemson offense still has a little bit of time, so I clearly think you, you kick the extra point. I don't know if Mac Brown missed the, uh, the film study of the defensive line for Clemson, but you better be careful going for two against that team. Lachey, just you know, your thoughts on going for two. Again, I don't know the inside of North Carolina football, if they have injuries or they, they felt that there was something wrong, that something they didn't like, you know, kicking-wise, you know, protection issues. I don't know. Maybe they thought it was going to get were, blocked. I, I have no idea. For, yeah, they didn't attempt a field uh, yeah, goal the whole game. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Snapper had a broken finger, so <laughs> I don't know that. Holder was had a late day, bad night. I, I don't know that. But. Going for tying it up and getting a chance, you know, to 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 win is a victory almost. I think get them in overtime is almost a little bit of a victory for North Carolina, not for Clemson, obviously, but for North Carolina. So going for two, you're just putting all your chips in. I think that's just a little bit too big of a gamble. I would have probably been a little bit more conservative, tied it up, and see if we can make one more play. Because who's that put pressure on? You tie it up, it puts all the pressure on Clemson, right? You got to make them feel tight. They I didn't make them feel tight. Just percentage wise, your percentages are better taking it to overtime versus doing it all on one play. Yes, I, just, just you know, you take a look a- absolutely. at absolutely. Mac Brown did guess say what, if he makes it, he's a hero. Oh, he's a hero. He said our guys were gassed. He says I didn't want to get it to overtime. Yeah. We just wanted to to get her done. Next to Tuscaloosa and a team that nobody is wondering about. Tua waits in the shotgun. Here's Judy in motion. Goes behind Tua and Najee. Now Tua looks right. Nothing there. Throws long. And it's on. Devontae. Touchdown, Alabama. Devontae Smith. What a day he is having. A 33-yard masterful reception from Tua Tungabaloa. And Alabama pads their lead. Eli Gold, Learfield IMG College. Bama rolls Ole Miss 59-31. to And 
everybody thought Ole Miss was kind of in a renaissance and maybe <laughs> going to come back, but Alabama spoils the party. And, you know, it, it's good to hear that Tua Tungavailoa now because there was some concern he wasn't sure. playing up to a standard at the beginning of the year. But I'm sure that the interest level uh, for the players is now that they're playing more conference games a little more peaked. And it only matters to the fans, Jerry, as far as who's one, who's two, who's three, who's four, whatever. But, you know, Clemson doesn't play great, but they still win. So they're right. But Bama just continues to roll. At the end of the day, just just win the games and continue moving on. I mean, I think this year, though, compared to years past, Clemson's kind of the, the flavor of the month, yeah. the flavor of the year. And we, we were talking off the air just about the, the, the roster, the size of, of, of player that Alabama has. I mean, they're outside linebacker versus some others. And we hope Ohio State is, is in that class and in that category with these elite teams. But Alabama, uh, once again, a, a cut above. Be careful talking too much Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, because the Crimson title will get you. I'm going to practice saying to a tongue of Ola, so I'm ready for it when we play them. <laughs> yeah, we're, right Jerry, there. Judy, we're, we're going to be ready for these guys. You know, I'm, I'm going to give my stuff on. Paul's already got it down. The other SEC team there in Alabama that was playing pretty well, too. Three wide receivers to the left. Williams, Stove, and Canella. Hand off to Booby Whitlow. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He is gone! Touchdown! Auburn! 30 yards on first down! Andy Bertram, Auburn Sports Network. Auburn big at home over Mississippi State, 56-23. to 23. All you got to do is put Gus Malzahn on the hot seat, and Auburn seems to play well. And they're, remember, they're doing it with a freshman quarterback, Bo Nix. Well, and I think the, the beginning of the season, the way they started, that created some momentum. And I think they're playing maybe yeah. a little better than they are. And I say that not in a, a way that they're, they're, they're not that good. Sure. Good for them. They're right. out there. They're overachieving. They're playing with confidence. They're having fun, which I don't think the past couple Auburn teams have done. So hats off to them. Hats off to the state of Alabama, man. They find ways <laughs> to get players down there. Their programs, Auburn, Alabama, two of the top in the country in a small state. Hats off, man. They, they get it done down there. Staying in the SEC, little was in doubt on Saturday as Florida. Florida hosted Towson. Trask under center takes the snap, stumbles a bit. Now gives it off to Pierce to the left. He's coming 30. He's coming 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! 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 Pierce to Paydirt, 37 yards. Mick Hubert, Learfield IMG College. Florida shuts out Towson. No surprise here, 38 nothing. You just like hearing Mick Hubert scream his lungs out and yell, oh my. Every That's week you we get one of those. I know it. <laughs> Oh, we caught you. <laughs> but it was right there. They shot. It wasn't a mind-blowing 70-to-nothing game, but they just, like, let's take care of business and be done. Got some subs on. in there. And I think they earned some respect nationally with that type of win. Next to the Big 12, just one unbeaten remains in the conference. They continue to p- play well as we head to Norman. Snap to Jalen Hurts. Play action. Looks right, wants to throw, looks back middle, flings it across the middle. CD caught it. Midfield breaks away. It's a race. 35 to the 30, to the 20. They're not going to get him. 10-5, Pater. Touchdown, 71-yard C.D. Lamb. Toby Rowland, Learfield IMG College, Oklahoma just continues to roll along. They blast Texas Tech 55-16. And continue with the graduate transfer quarterback, Jalen Hurts, who, much like Justin Fields, just seems to have comfortably put himself right into everything else that Oklahoma has been doing. 4-13, three more touchdowns. He's playing great. Yeah, you got the right coach with the right right quarterback, and it all seems to be working down there. And uh, we just talked about Auburn having some fun. I think the same thing's happening in Oklahoma. I think it changes the way I would recruit college quarterbacks from now on. I would start harvesting, look at all those backup quarterbacks around the country, see who's maybe, you know, looking for an opportunity because it seems to work. It's worked for us. Uh, You know, it works obviously for Oklahoma. 
working a little bit for Michigan. You know, Shea Patterson's over there. They're trying to get it done, but, you know, it's working. So I, I think it's going to change the way you recruit quarterbacks at that position. As much as TV tried to hype. Bars came from that, right? As much as TV tried to hype Ohio State and Nebraska, there was only one top 25 matchup on Saturday. It was in South Bend as Notre Dame played host to Virginia. Book from the shotgun. Hand off to Tony Jones across the left side. 20, 15, 10. It's a race to the end zone. The Jones will win. Touchdown, Notre Dame. Paul Burmeister, Notre Dame Radio Network Irish, bounce back from their loss at Georgia a week ago and take care of Virginia 35-20. And Skip, I think that's crucial, the fact that they didn't let the fact that they lost the game get them down. They continued the momentum they had playing in an outstanding game at Georgia and, and against a Virginia team that has been known to give people difficulty. Well, and, and the, the, they did get some injuries in that game, so I think that's going to be something to pay attention to as well. But to me, Ian Book, if you take away the uniforms and the names of these players and you just threw all these quarterbacks out there, Book is a fun one to watch. He, he's got quick feet. He's got a, 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 an arm that can really sling it out there. And the thing I love about him is he, he does those little things, carries out his fakes. He's very assignment sound. You know, he takes the coaching well. So I think they got a good quarterback in South Bend. No, I agree. I think Brian Kelly's done a great job there. I mean, what's his 10th year now? I mean, who would have thought that, uh, you know, he was, he's gone through some things. But, he's, you know, after leaving Cincinnati, he's been there for 10 years. And I think – that says a lot. So I think he's, you know, built a great program. He's just got to get to that next level to, you know, obviously to win a championship. And to do that, you got to beat one of the top three or four teams in the country. They tried against Georgia, had it close. Uh, but Notre Dame, it's good when Notre Dame's good because that's good for uh, college football across the country. It really is like a tournament. We say it every year. That's what's great about college football. You keep winning, you're probably going to be okay. If you lose a game, you never know, as we saw here last year. Uh, you just Are, are you going to be able to do enough to get back into that top four projection if, if you drop a ball game throughout the season well and, and the issue Notre Dame has and uh, somebody was talking about how their schedule looks favorable here on out but you don't know if the one loss combined with a lack of a 13th data point will hurt Notre Dame yeah. not being in a conference championship game and a lot of that will be predicated on what happens in the other leagues. A little less drama for me, too. And you make that point. When I'm watching Clemson, I'm thinking if North Carolina wins this game, I think we're going to hear the it was a road game. It was a sure. close game. I felt like that wasn't all or nothing for Clemson. I felt like they would get their way back into it had they lost and they would still be a player. The head scratcher was Carolina lost to Appalachian State the previous week. I mean, yeah. that, that's that's the whole thing. It's like, wow. And they're going to the chance right here to knock off Clemson. Wow. I, I feel sorry for Clemson. They're always good in late November and December when the playoffs start. Sorry for Clemson since 78. For each Buckeye sack this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries worth 100 meals to those in need here in Central Ohio, which supports Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste across their stores. You can join Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste team by remembering to round up at any Kroger register. Four more sacks by that Buckeye defense on Saturday for another 400 meals. We'll be joined by head coach Ryan Day as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safeline Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safelight takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safelight, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, 
There is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. Ha <laughs> ha, classic Bob. Buckeye fans, check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Crews for Cancer two hours before every Ohio State home football game this fall located in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different artist or band performing live on stage for game day fans outside of St. John Arena. Check out Ohio State's social media pages for the artist lineup and visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Set sail with Buckeye Greats February 16th through the 21st, 2020 and join us in our fight against cancer. We hope to see you there. Go Bucks and beat cancer. For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat Guide as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, Downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. The team at Atlas Butler wants to make something clear. We're always open. That's right. We have service technicians scheduled day and night, Saturdays and Sundays, and even holidays. Whether you call us at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m., we're ready. And since we're always open, you never pay any overtime charges. Call today. Get it fixed today. That's our pledge to you. It's the Toyota Last Chance Clearance with great clearance deals on the last of the new 2019s. Now through September 30th, get $1,000 cash back on the Go Anywhere 4Runner and $1,750 cash back on any rugged new 2019 Tacoma. Or get $3,000 cash back on a new full-size Toyota Tundra. Cashback excludes TRD Pro 4Runner and Tundra models. For all Toyota offers, see your Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The Fan, The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Ohio State over Nebraska on Saturday, 48-7. Welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Jerry Radzinski. I'm Skip Mossick. For every Buckeye touchdown scored this season, Heartland Bank will make a donation to the USO of Central and Southern Ohio, benefiting our active duty, military personnel, and their families. For more information or to support our troops, go to usocso.org. And be the force behind the forces. It's time for Tim Horton's Buckeye Roundtable Coffee with a Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. Joined now by Buckeye head coach Ryan Day. Coach, congratulations on your team's dominating performance on Saturday. Let's start with your defense. Uh, we heard all about Adrian Martinez all last week and the problems that he can cause, but it was your defense causing him problems. You hold him to 81 yards rushing, just 47 passing, and three picks. What did you like most from the game plan and execution from your coaches and players, particularly against Martinez on Saturday? Well, our defense, um, you know, the big thing they they did, the, you know, the best thing coming into the game was run the quarterback, and that, that was something that we had to take away. Um, and, and I thought, uh, you know, all the guys on defense, you know, Greg and Jeff and the whole staff did a great job of hammering that home all week. 
And uh, and when we took that away, you know, it kind of forced them to throw in the ball a little bit uh, earlier. Maybe they wanted to, and you know, we end up getting three interceptions in the first twenty plays. And uh, anytime you can do that, you know, you got a chance to flip the score fast. Coach, uh, congratulations on the win, and what a great atmosphere for college football. But you know, you talk about the interceptions. After that second interception, you guys up fourteen to nothing. You get the ball at the four yard line. You take it thirteen plays, ninety yards. You don't get a TD. But you get the field goal there. Austin Mack almost had it on there. Just lost his footing a little bit. You get the field goal to make it 17-0. Your defense puts pressure on again. I think you get another interception and a couple three-play drives for TDs. That was a turning point in the ballgame. You guys kept the gas on. Did you feel the momentum switch right there after that last second interception by Jeff Okuda? Yeah, we, we were actually, um, you know, in a spot where they were they were in that drive. They had a bunch of momentum going. They Came out and, yeah. and actually I formation running some, some yeah I formation uh, trap option belly G option some some stuff uh, I think Coach Frost uh, you know he used back when he was playing in Nebraska and that kind of caught our guys offside and you can feel the, the stadium kind of picking up momentum and we're excited to take a time calm down and, and I thought the next play get an interception and then like you said moving the ball all the way down the field really changed the momentum of the game. Uh, coach, one of the stats that stood out, uh, 10 of 13 on third downs. And, you know, as a head coach and as a, as a play caller, what were you seeing out there that you found that kind of success? Well, we were able to, uh, uh, you know, first of all, we, we got uh, the quarterback, got two of them, I think, with his feet. You know, and one of them was, was a big one down in the red zone. And then uh, and I thought we had a good plan on third down. You know, I, th- I thought the guys executed it well. Um, you know, we, we had a big slant down there. Uh, KJ, um, you know, makes the safety miss, gets down inside the five-yard line. But I thought, uh, you know, overall combination of Justin's legs and then protection and, and receivers making plays, you know, made for for really good. With running back J.K. Dobbins, with the way he's playing, Ryan, is he also exhibiting the kind of leadership that helps keep that offense moving forward when they get the football? He is. He is. He's, uh, he's really taken to the leadership role. Um, you know, he's the guy that, you know, will speak up for the game in the locker room, get the guys juiced up. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great to see a guy like him really step into his third season here and, and really take on a leadership role because at the end of the day, it's going to come down to how well our leaders lead. And, uh, you know, we've talked to you know a bunch about how veteran guys have to play veteran. He's doing that right now. So uh, the more guys we can get doing that, the better off we're going to be. Chase Young's playing at a high level right now. Coach seems to be unblockable out there. And, you again, you don't have to go full go. He, he gets, you know, you, you spell him. He gets out of series. You're keeping him fresh, using him for the minor reps, the minor reps that you want. But when he's out there, it, it's a difference maker. And you see that on film. Yeah, no, he is. I mean, he's he is playing at a high level right now. And I think for Chase is that he's, he's doing a good job in the run game and the pass game. You know, and a lot of guys who are as talented as he you know, he is – wants to just play on third down. Well, he's, he's playing all three downs, and uh, Larry's doing a great job of keeping him fresh, but that goes back to the depth that we've created and having the ability to you know bring in fresh guys makes a huge difference in big games. If you would, Ryan, share with us what you mentioned earlier today about how Jonathan Cooper spoke to the team before the game started Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Cooper's excited to get back on the field. When you're going into your senior year and you're a captain, you know, you're anxious to get on the field. And he had a great preseason, and then, uh, you know, had an ankle and and uh, and you know, sat out for the first you know a few games and and uh, and then worked his way back in this week. But uh, you know, he's he's a voice that guys listen to when they speak up, and uh, he kind of got the team before the game and, and got everybody fired up. And 
Um, you know, he, he's a man, and when, when he speaks, people listen. And, you know, he's on the field, everybody's better off. You know, I, I know I'm a better coach when, when he's around, and he's a beautiful kid, and, and uh, we're so excited to have him back. Well, the the, the atmosphere uh, stunning to, out there on, on Saturday night, and, I mean, your team responded so well to that. What, what do you think made the difference with them being so prepared and handling the emotions of that big-time game? Well, I think we have some experienced guys, you know, guys who have been in that, that, that stadium before, guys who have been in big-time environments before. Uh, but uh, there are also some guys who, who haven't. Uh, but we, we've talked about it, um, you know, at length. We, we knew what this game was going to be. We knew that there was going to be adversity along the way. Uh, we expected maybe a little bit more adversity that, that hit us. But guys didn't panic even, you know, when the momentum, you know, felt like it was swinging there a little bit early on. And, um, you know, it's easy to kind of, you know, feel the – the crowd in a game like that and, and have it affect your play. And it didn't, you know, our guys were pretty strong in there. And, um, and so I, it's a good one to have in your back pocket for sure. And, uh, and now we just got to look ahead and, and keep pushing forward. Speaking of moving ahead, coach, uh, I know you'll get into it a bunch tomorrow, but uh, initial thoughts on Michigan state, your opponent on Saturday. Uh, one of the best coach teams in the league, um, you know, coach Antonio is, is, you know, one of the best coaches that ever coached in college football in terms of just, you know, fundamentals, uh, technique, you know, they, they're really sound in what they do. And, you know, they're, they're one of the best defense in the country, uh, you know, year in and year out for a reason. They do a great job, and uh, they're certainly not going to give you anything. You know, they're not going to just turn the ball over or just give you the game. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to do a good job on defense of getting them off schedule, stopping the run, and, uh, you know, being ready for the play-action pass. And then on defense, or excuse me, on offense, you know, we're going to have to run the ball. And it's not easy to run against these guys. I mean, they're, they're the top-run defense in the country year in and year out for a reason. And so, um, you know, that's going to be a huge challenge for our guys up front, running backs, coaches, staff, everybody involved. Buckeye coach Ryan Day, we appreciate your time. Have a great week, okay? All right, guys, thanks. Buckeye coach Ryan Day, that is uh, this week's Tim Hortons Coffee with the coach, Tim Hortons Cafe and Bake Shop, the official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. So much more to come. We will hit the red zone with Tim May of Letterman Row. That is next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Come on over to Heartland. On football Saturdays, we watch legends made on the field. But did you know that the agriculture field is Ohio's largest industry? With our dedicated team of agribusiness bankers, we stretch all across this great state. Farmers, consider Heartland. I'm Scott McComb, CEO. Come on over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Whether you're tailgating before the game or watching at home, Speedway is always on your way and is exactly what you need to enjoy the game. Snacks, beverages, and everything in between. And nobody but Speedway has the speedy rewards card. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way, the convenience stores of Speedway. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. Buckeyes, United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. We want to recognize your small business with Spotlight on Small Business Sweepstakes. Weekly winners receive football tickets, on-field recognition, radio promotion, and more. To enter, visit uhcbusiness.com backslash Buckeyes. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit uhcbusiness.com slash Buckeyes. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Before kickoff, hit the field with game time with Ryan Day. And at the 30, down the sideline and into the end zone for six. Join the head coach and experts from across Buckeye Nation to preview every matchup and breakdown for each week's game. Plus, don't miss exclusive in-depth interviews with Ohio State players and coaches. Get ready for another week of hard-hitting Buckeye football with game time with Ryan Day. Game day, Saturday mornings at 9 in Columbus on 10 TV and statewide on Fox Sports Ohio. Oh. Touchdown, Ohio State. Buckeye football lives here. The fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Jerry Radzinski. I'm Skip Mossick. The Byers Auto Group's overall aim is to achieve a positive impact on society. The family-owned and operated company has a vision that goes beyond products and profits. By giving back to the community, they're creating a stable society for their employees and future generations. Buyers Auto, serving the community since 1897 and a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable Red Zone. Joined inside the red zone right now by Tim May of Letterman Row, 48-7 Ohio State over Nebraska on Saturday. Tim, this clearly was not the matchup the TV folks were trying to make it out to be. Again, it's not Nebraska's fault that they were getting the amount of preseason hype that they did. But I guess the question to you, how close is Scott Frost to getting that program back to where they want it to be in Lincoln? About 41 points. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Man, that was, uh, you know, I, I, on our pregame show on uh, 97.1 The Fan, I'm, I'm, I made the point that I thought this, uh, the previous game was a show-me game, you know, where I say played Miami of uh, Miami University. You know, if you're this great, show show me, you know, right out of the gate. Well, this was a reality check game, as I said, because reality check, is Nebraska ready to contend for the Big Ten West championship? Is Ohio State uh, still the, the team to be reckoned with as a defending two-time defending champion in the Big Ten. Well, the reality check was Ohio State is the uh, is the team to contend with uh, 
for that championship, and I think they left no questions unanswered in that game. Tim, when you saw Nebraska break out that flex bone and that option stuff, does that throw you back to the days of Jerry Taggy, Johnny Rogers, Jarvis Redwine, and I am hip? Yeah, I mean, it throws you back to the I option, you know, that they ran uh, – they ran rough shot over people, uh, you know, their great offensive lines and, and, the, and the running backs and the quarterbacks you just mentioned. But uh, the thing is, the fans, you could hear the fans just get fired up about seeing that. And it was successful, you know, with that kid kid going up the middle with the quick handoffs and like quick traps and stuff. And uh, Ohio State even called a timeout to adjust to it. The problem for Nebraska was they didn't know what to, they didn't know what to do with a good thing because all of a sudden, you know, uh, Adrian Martinez fades back to pass, overthrows the uh, what was a tight end, and and uh, Jeffrey Okuda laying on his back makes his third interception of the season, second of the night. I mean, he said uh, Coach Jeff Halfley told him that when they start coming, they will come. You just play your responsibility, but he's got to be thinking, you know, Santa Claus is right around the corner. Speaking of running roughshod, uh, J.K. Dobbins, uh, terrific season, terrific game. And then Justin Fields, what he can do on his feet. But, but what about Master Teague? And I mean, can you can you speak to the way he has stepped up and been a performer, and then just the importance of having two guys back there? I'll flip it over on you, Jay Rudd. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, uh, uh, Master Teague the third is one of those kind of running backs that an arm tackle is not going to handle. And uh, you know, I mean, you know, you played linebacker par excellence way back when. And I emphasis on way back when, but I digress. The bottom line is, uh, you know, he's he's going to run through an arm tackle. And the great thing about this offensive line now, the way it's playing, they're getting guys out of the way. They're clearing these sometimes small, sometimes huge paths. And uh, and and then you throw in the the uh, specter of having a running quarterback like Justin Fields. I mean, that play. Remember in the middle of the second quarter, it was about nine twenty mark. Matter of fact, I, that's my play of the week on my. Uh, on my podcast this week on lettermanrow.com is that play where every 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 uh every lineman uh west of west of Thayer Munford got a great block on that play. I mean and uh Justin Fields read it perfectly and ran through a hole. It looked like a tunnel boring machine, the blocking that was going on in front of him and uh and that's what they're getting Mainly, they're they're getting great play from their offensive line. I mean, Josh Allaby makes the makes the start at right tackle in place of banged up Brandon Bowen, and I thought Josh Allaby had a hell of a night. And then, of course, he was rewarded by being offensive player of the week. So that's what's going on. I mean, they got two running backs running hard, but you got an offensive line that's mowing people down. Chase Young stays healthy. <clears throat> we win the Big Ten championship. He has twenty two sacks by then. Can he win the Heisman Trophy? I don't know because he may be competing with Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin Fields going to, you know, I mean, there'll be splitting votes. You know what I mean, Jim? Yeah. I mean, J.K. Yeah. Dobbins right now, J.K. Dobbins is having a hell of a year. He was he was number five in the country going into last week with 477 yards rushing. I didn't look. I should have looked, should have done my homework and looked where he is today. But after what I think it was his third best rushing game ever, yeah. I mean, he's he's feeling his oats. And Master Teague third is coming on. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Chase Young is getting – is. He, you know, he has the look, that first attraction to him, you know, the predator look. But then he delivers on the field. He has the highlights to go with it. And, you know, another strip sack. Uh, it's crazy what's going on with him in that defense right now. Scott Frost, 7-10 and 10 now. Uh, you know, that's the only third night game they've lost in the past 24 night games that they've had at home, and two of those came to Ohio State. Obviously, Urban got one now, uh, Coach Day. Scott Frost, I mean, they love him. They've invested in him, but the return hasn't been so good yet. 
No, because they've got they got recruiting to do, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And you know, let's face it, guys, this Ohio State defense, in my opinion, is the story of the nation right now. I know I know how well Justin Fields is playing in his first year as a starter and the offensive line, but I'm telling you, the flip job that's been done on this defense by Greg Madison, Jeff Halfley, Al Washington Jr., uh, you know, right on down the line, Larry Johnson, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy how much better this defense is compared to a year ago. And, you know, you get a team going the wrong way like Ohio State did right out of the gate on Saturday night, and good things can happen for you. Yeah, we started the show off on that note, Tim, as far as, you know, everyone's going palms up on, on the Ohio State defense a year ago, and right now they're playing maybe as good as we've seen any Ohio State defense play. Yeah, and that's the point I was making. I mean, Scott Frost, that's not the game he's going to put on the highlight reel, <laughs> but that's not, a, that's not the way to judge him right now because Ohio State's beating everybody like that. Ohio State's one of the elite teams in the country, uh, finally, and people are coming around to that notion. I mean, they got first-place votes this week, you know, in the polls. I mean, uh, I was telling you guys it was – it was a farce in preseason that, that Michigan was being labeled the favorite in the Big Ten when you considered who both teams had coming back and the coaching staff changed. Well, you know, it's been a big whoopee so far. So, you know, it's don't judge Scott Frost by this game. Judge him by the way they bounce back this week. Tim right. May, Letterman Row, we always appreciate your time, Tim. We'll see you Saturday, okay? It is always a pleasure, my friends. All right, Tim May, we appreciate his time as always. Our number one is just absolutely flown by. Coming up, our number two, our Incova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Player of the Week Award, our American Dairy Association Mideast Top High School Performances. We'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews as we put our finishing touches on the Nebraska game. Our insiders access. Paul Keels had a chance to visit with Michigan State coach Mark D'Antonio. We'll let you hear that. Again, the Buckeyes and Spartans on Saturday, our coverage begins at 6 p.m. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto is on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everybody, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Jerry Radzinski. And with us tonight, I'm Skip Mossick. Saturday, 7.30, Ohio State will host Michigan State. Much more on that coming up this hour. But right now, it is time to talk some high school football. It's time for the Encoba Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable. One of the highlights of the weekly Buckeye Roundtable show is the presentation of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. During each roundtable show, Encova Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network honor a high school athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. And tonight's recipient is sophomore receiver Will Foody from Waverly High School down in Pike County. Friday night, Foody caught 10 passes for a school record 290 yards and five touchdowns as Waverly knocked off previously unbeaten Amanda Clear Creek 48-13. The Tigers are coached by Chris Crabtree. They're 4-1 and and play at 2-3 and Portsmouth West on Friday night. Congratulations again to Will Foody from Waverly High School, the recipient of this week's Encova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Athlete of the Week Award. Encova Insurance, formerly Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance, a longtime radio sponsor of Ohio State football. 
Time now for the American Dairy Association Mid-East Statewide Top Performers on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And while we congratulate Will Foothy from Waverly, some other really nice performances all across the state this past weekend. Jim Lachey, we'll start with you. Well, I'm going to go up northwest to Toledo Whitmer. They had a big rivalry game at St. John's. Running back Jared Banks rumbled for 289 yards on 37 carries and three touchdowns, helping Whitmer defeat St. John's. 35 wow. to 20. That's a hmm. lot of yards. And it was raining like crazy northwest Ohio on Friday night. Too. Wow. Well, how about Turban running back Reese Evans? 36 carries, 288 yards, and four touchdowns, helping Turpin beat Kings 27-24, which I'm sure made for a great celebratory dinner afterwards at the friendly corner of Salem and Beacon Avenue in Mount Washington at the Salem Gardens. There you go. Oh, right, right. R- right around uh, central Ohio, Reynoldsburg, wide receiver Sean Strickland, eight receptions, 159 yards, had a pair of touchdowns. Wow. People were talking about Reynoldsburg before the season, and, and rightfully so. They beat a good Westerville South team, 35-14, thanks to Sean Strickland. Reynoldsburg's still unbeaten. I'm going to go to Granville, wide receiver Dominic Barrasso. Now, he had five receptions for 84 yards, but four of them, he went for touchdowns. Wow. As Grandview shut out Utica, the Redskins, 63 to nothing. Mm, how about into Butler County? Hamilton running back Keyshawn Stevens. 22 carries, 170 yards, and three touchdowns as Hamilton beat Oak Hills 31-21. to And Pickerington North, wide receiver Chris Scott, eight receptions, nearly 170 yards, pair of touchdowns. Didn't see this one coming. Pick North knocks yeah. off Dublin Kaufman by two points. They beat him 29-27. Let's uh, start heading around the state here a little bit. Our weekly whip will begin with the geographic center of the state in Centerburg, Ohio. Here's WMVO's Tyler Mathias. This past Friday night was the 100th meeting between Centerburg and Danville. It took place in the heart of Ohio. Centerburg won 50-7. Donnell Marshall ran for 125 yards and a pair of touchdowns for the Trojans in the homecoming win. Centerburg, with that victory, improves to 3-2 and two on the season. They will play home against Mount Gilead on Friday. I'm Todd Mathias for 100.9 FM and 13 WMVO. Northeast to Wayne County. Big night there. We hear from WQKT's Mike Breckenridge. In a battle of midseason unbeaten, Sorvel outlasted Northwest 47-43. Friday night. The game ended when Orville's Colin Butler intercepted Northwest inside the Red Rider 10 in the closing seconds. Orville again led by junior running back Markwell Parks who scored six touchdowns Friday. Parks now has 22 touchdowns in the first half of the season. For WQKT in Worcester, I'm Mike Breckenridge. Six TDs, big night there. Down to Muskingum County. Let's check in with WHIZ's David Kinder. If you just looked at the final score on Friday night, you would have thought that New Lexington and Coshocton were playing basketball, not football, but on the gridiron. It was the New Lexington Panthers who outlasted the Redskins of Coshocton, winning a wild one, 82-60. C.J. Ratliff with an all-around night for the Panthers. He averaged 52 yards on his four kickoff returns, taking 185 yards for a touchdown. Ratliff also ran for a touchdown on his only carry of the night. In all, 142 points scored between the two teams. New Lexington now 4-1 on the season. They'll host Tri-Valley in a big Muskingum Valley League matchup this week. Reporting for WHIZ in Zanesville, I'm David Kinder. You know, some people in this room play basketball like they play football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got four free fouls. All right there. Southeast of Washington County, a very efficient night there as we hear from Delaware. WJAW's Andy Rex. Skip, Waterford sophomore running back Holden Daly carried the ball just seven times Friday night, but they added up to 184 yards and three touchdowns as the Wildcats routed the Miller Falcons 46-7. 
Staley's scoring runs of 58, 40, and 13 yards on the evening were part of a team rushing attack that netted 405 total yards. Waterford improves to 4-1 on the season and hosts a showdown with the undefeated Trimble Tomcats this Friday night. For WJAW in McConnellsville, I'm Andy Rex. Seven for 184 is pretty good average. You like to just keep that going throughout the year. Yes, sir. Circle down to southern, oh, southern portion of the state to Lawrence County next. We'll check in with WNXT's Mark Williams. The Minford Falcons move to 5-0 on the season after a 28-21 victory at East Clinton on Friday night. Senior running back Ty Wiggett continued his stellar senior season, finishing the game with 31 carries for 212 yards on the ground and three touchdowns. The Falcons host the Wheelersburg Pirates to kick off off SOC2 play next Friday night. I'm Mark Williams, WNXT Radio, Portsmouth. Up to Jerry Radzinski's area of the state, the Dayton area next. Big night there featured from WING's Justin Kinner. The Wayne Warriors headed into week five looking for their first win of the season. Thanks to a huge night in the air and on the ground from Warriors quarterback Cam Fancher, Wayne picked up their first W of 2019, 35-21 over Lebanon. Fancher completed 11 of his 21 passes for 188 yards and a touchdown, plus he rushed for another 103 yards and a touchdown on the ground as well. Fancher and the Warriors will look to make it two in a row Friday night as they welcome in Chase Harrison and the Centerville Elks. For ESPN 1410 Wing AM, I'm John. Austin Kinner and Dayton. More quarterback numbers as we head north to Mercer County. WCSM's Ron Brunswick. The eighth-ranked Mr. Wildcats rebounded from their Week 4 home loss to the undefeated and number 1-ranked Coatter Cavaliers as they traveled to Rockford to take on the Parkway Panthers. The Wildcats picked up a 39-7 road victory. Senior quarterback Jacob Niemeyer accounted for nearly 300 yards of total offense. He rushed for an 88-yard second-quarter touchdown and threw three touchdown passes for the season. Niemeyer has accounted for 11 touchdowns, four rushing, six passing, and also has a touchdown catch. He has completed 75% of his pass attempts for 701 yards and has rushed for 290 yards. Minster will host the Devil St. John's Blue Jays Friday at Memorial Field. I'm Ron Bruswick, reporting for your sports leader, WCSM. Next stop, Allen County. Big night there as we hear from WIMA's Todd Walker. Spencerville sophomore running back Gunner Grigsby has a name more suited to being a quarterback, but he literally carried Spencerville on his back Friday night in a 21-7 win at Northwest Conference rival Allen East. Grigsby carried the ball 40 times for 155 yards and two scores as Spencerville ran its winning streak in the series to nine. The Bearcats moved to 3-2 and two overall, 2-0 and oh in the Northwest Conference. They'll host Ada this Friday night. Reporting for 1150 WIMA in Lima, this is Todd Walker. 40 carries. Thank you very much. We head east to finish our circle of the state in Richland County. Some good two-way stats here as we hear from WMAN's Aaron Hines. Friday night, a big crowd at Arlen Field in Mansfield was treated to a great ball game between state-ranked and unbeaten teams as the Mansfield senior T.Y. Tigers beat Sandusky 21-14. Senior high's Angelo Gross put up video game type numbers and highlight reel catches as he hauled in 10 passes for 177 yards and two touchdowns. Gross is committed next year to play college football at Michigan State. He also had a sack on defense and multiple tackles. Mansfield seniors now 5-0. They play at rival Lexington this Friday. Reporting from WMAN in Mansfield, I'm Aaron Hines. You always, always kind of circle back to Michigan State because everything coming up. It's just when a plan comes together. Tough, another tough night weather-wise in some areas of the state. Thanks for all of our affiliate contributions once again. Home teams, Jim Lachey.
Uh, the Grandview Bobcats went down, and the St. Henry Redskins went down, but the Buckeyes won, Skip. Moeller. Moeller, their fourth loss of the year, a tough battle against St. Xavier. <laughs> it's a Kettering Alter. Yeah, they beat Ponitz Tech. They get lopsided the game. <laughs> Opening kickoff they took back. Oh, good. Hartley. Somebody, Hartley loses to Clinton Massey. Uh, so, yeah, Radzinski, you're the, the lone one with the victory flag coming up this week, so that's all good stuff. Our top performers from around the state was presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast on behalf of America. America's and Ohio's dairy farmers, the American Dairy Association Mideast, reminds you that greatness is built with chocolate milk. It has the nutrition you need to power your potential. Before we turn the page completely to Michigan State, we'll put a cap on Saturday night in Lincoln and hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews. That's next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At the James, we know there's no such thing as routine prostate cancer. That's why we bring together experts from a variety of disciplines to analyze your cancer at the genetic level. This approach results in advanced targeted treatments and minimally invasive surgeries, leading to better outcomes, fewer side effects, and more hope. At the James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your prostate cancer. To learn more, call 1-800-293-5066. Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no days off, rise and grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Just like our conference really has 14 teams, if I say I ate a hot dog, I really mean three. That's my hot dog confession. My fiance is cool with serving Sherdale hot dogs at our wedding. She's definitely the one. That's my hot dog confession. I can still raise my arms in the shape of an O while holding two hot dogs. O-H-I-O. That's my hot dog confession. Look for Sugardale, the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, next time you stop into your local grocery store. It's the one with a bite out of it. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Crews for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. You know the most overrated thing about going to the game? Driving yourself. Hey, it's Anthony Rothman. Avoid the headache of traffic and the cost of parking. Take Coda Express. It's offered from Coda's Crosswoods Park and Ride and the Ohio Expo Center and State Fairgrounds for just $5.50 round trip. Buses go three hours before and two hours after every home game. Get dropped off a block from the shoe. Cash and cards accepted at the park and ride locations. Delaware residents take day to bus to Crosswoods and catch Coda to the game. Visit Coda.com slash OSU football. 
The Fan. The Fan. The fan. Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Jerry Rydzinski. I'm Skip Mossick. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day concert series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week features a different band live on stage. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks and beat cancer. For Buckeye Roundtables from the Sidelines Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. And before we turn the page completely to Michigan State, we put a finishing touch on the Buckeye win at Nebraska on Saturday where they were really strong performances by Ohio State up front on both sides of the football as we hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews. Thanks, Skip. Some perspective from both sides of the football on this week's show. Following the game, just outside the Ohio State locker room, I had a chance to discuss the game with Ohio State defensive line coach Larry Johnson. His defense held Nebraska to just 231 yards, 47 yards through the air. You got a smile on your face, and I know you guys were glad to keep me out of the end zone that second time. I saw Al's reaction on the sideline, but... But give me an idea of what went so well tonight because your unit, your, all your units played well. I think our kids really focused, you know, understood what the moment was all about. Uh, absolutely play hard as a unit, as a team. I think that's the biggest key. Our kids came out of the locker room. You could tell they were ready to play. And from the first play on, defensively, offensively, special teams, it was a great night for the Buckeyes. Malik Harrison contrib- uh, attributed that to the good midweek practices you're having, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And he said, Tuesdays are basically our game days. And and go, give the idea, the fan, the general idea of what that means and, and maybe how you guys go a little harder on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are our hardest day of practice, man. We treat it like we're playing a game. We get out there. It's offense against the defense. It's very competitive. Uh, it's running game. It's pass game. And I think that's what really turns the page. Coach Dave's in a good drive driving home the fact that our best days are Tuesday, Wednesday. If we practice hard, it shows up on Saturday. And I really believe that's what's happening right now. We're doing Our kids are doing a great job of practicing Tuesday and Wednesday. And Saturday is starting to be a lot of fun for them. What did you see from Jonathan Cooper in his debut tonight? We know he's a captain and a great player, but give me an idea of what you saw from him. Really, we're just happy to get him back on the field for the first time. We had a plan, 25 plays. When you got to 25, you were done for the night. Uh, he started early, you know, did a good job. You can see just trying to get his feet back on him and, and play. But going forward, he's going to be a factor for us. You go plus three in the turnover category. I mean, if you're plus one or two, you're happy, right? No question about it. What a great job in the secondary. But, again, a tribute to what we do up front. It all ties in together, you know, the front the backwards and secondary is really a great silver bullet play. You know, we get the pressure, they get the picks, and vice versa. So it's really a great night for us. Do you get the sense that this defense either believes or is beginning to believe that they can be a very elite defense? I think they're starting to believe. You know, we're still a long ways from where we want to be, but certainly is a great start for us, and our kids are playing really hard, and that's what you ask for them. Play hard, run to the football, and great things happen, and that's what we're selling. And on the other side of the football, where the Buckeyes were without Brandon Bowen, Joshua Allaby switched over to right tackle. Allaby, join me as well after the game to discuss this offense, which put up 368 rushing yards and 580 total yards for the game. Josh, congratulations. You get the start tonight. Uh, give me an idea of how you thought it went, and uh, you were certainly ready. It looked good. Uh, I just thank God uh, for the opportunity. Um, I wouldn't be here uh, without him. But um, I thought I had a good week of preparation. Uh, it's kind of short notice, but uh, I know I could get the job done. 
In terms of kind of working with the line and the ones, how much of that in terms of repetition did you get before this week? I mean, was do you have to go back to summer camp? Um, I never really rep right tackle until uh, sure. this week, uh, probably on that this past Sunday when we had practice. But other than that, I really never repped uh, right tackle. I was always at left. So um, they told me to uh, go to right. I was like, huh, all right. <laughs> what were the differences? Um, honestly, the biggest difference would be um, just punching with my uh, – because I'm used to punching with my left hand. So now going to the right side to punch with my right hand. So just getting used to uh, punching with my right hand instead of my left hand is really the biggest adjustment I had to make. What was your greatest pleasure, run blocking for a big running night or, or doing a good job with, with Justin and, and helping him to pave the way to passing? Uh, I think it's all. Yeah. I love J.K. He runs the ball hard. Master T, he runs the ball hard. Justin, he throws the ball very well, runs the ball very hard. So just everything. Third down efficiency was incredible. Did you guys, you, you continued, it seemed like the whole night to play with a lot of confidence. What were some of the things that allowed you to be so successful on third down tonight? Uh, just everybody being on the same page. Uh, it got loud a lot of times, but um, we practiced that in practice. So just being on the same page really helped us out. That'll be in that Buckeye offensive line. will have a big test this Saturday when Michigan State comes calling for a night game at the Horseshoe. Skip, back to you. Thank you, Matt. And uh, Jim, you can't. People sometimes don't understand that. What's a big deal moving left side to right side? I mean, as a lineman, I mean, that, that has to be a big deal, though, a big change. Yeah, you know, not so much if you're just run blocking, you know, because run blocking is run blocking. But pass blocking is a little bit different thing because your sets are a little bit different where if you're the left tackle, you're kind of got your hips, you know, your your left leg back. If you're right tackle, it's just the opposite. So in a sense, it's kind of like not to, you know, not to the whole extreme, but learn how to write with a new hand. You know, if you're right and right-handed all the time, all of a sudden you got to start right and left-handed. At first, it feels real sloppy, you know, but after a while, you take a few reps, it all comes together a little bit. And Josh made that, uh, that seamless transition going from left to right. Of course, he's done a little bit of it, shows what kind of athlete is. Again, a former defensive lineman that made the conversion to offensive line. I just love his aggressiveness. He comes off the ball flying. He gets movement. And we ran we ran a lot of big plays. Yeah. We had a lot of good runs to the right side. So it was a good thing. I hope Brandon Bowen's okay, yeah. you know, because he's a guy that's worked hard. But it's good to know that you got a lot more depth and some extra depth at that offensive line position. They're playing physical, like we mentioned earlier. You're yeah. not seeing any silly penalties or whatever out there either. It's, Knock it's, on wood. It's, it's been all, real it's clean. Josh good. Myers doing a great job getting downfield. And how about his snaps? We saw the snaps, what it caused in Nebraska. Their quarterback had some high snaps, there. and that caused problems. Josh has been really good with that, and that is the most important thing to get started. The flip side of the ball, we heard from Coach Johnson there, uh, Jerry Radzinski. And I tell you what, it, it can't be understated enough all that this Ohio State defense has done so far this year when it was just such a head scratcher as far as what happened just a year ago yeah it's i mean it really is who do you talk about i mean i'm looking at these linebackers and the game that harrison had the game that browning had we talked at the top of the show of of of, of pete werner but it goes back to those guys up front i have seen some outstanding ohio state linebackers maybe not get some of the hype and and uh, pub that they should get because the defensive line is not protecting them. They're not keeping those offensive linemen off them. I mean, it's a that's a, a thankless job being on the defensive line. Sometimes your job is simply to be an anchor point, to chew up extra blockers and make those linebackers look good because when those linebackers can just scrape downhill and, and they're just flying around, then all of a sudden it's like as a defensive player, you're actually playing offense. And, uh, and that's when it's – I mean, when you can make that ball bounce with a great defensive line, which we have right now – it's just it's just going to make us for some highlight plays for these linebackers. Plenty more to come. We'll break down the weekend around the Big Ten for you next as the Buckeye Roundtable Show continues. You're 
listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safe Line Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safe Light takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safe Light, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Hi, this is Anthony Schlegel, and I want to invite you to the first annual Buckeye Taste and Traditions Chili Cook-Off, presented by the Ohio Beef Council and Ohio Farm Bureau. Join us on Saturday, November 23rd, before the Ohio State-Penn State football game, where two recipes will battle to become the ultimate tailgate chili. The cook-off will take place on the south side of St. John Arena at Buckeye Fan Fest, where you can sample and vote for your favorite chili. For more information about the cook-off, follow Ohio State Buckeyes on social media, and we'll see you there. It's the Toyota Last Chance Clearance. Now through September 30th, lease an all-new, greater-than-ever Corolla LE for just $159 a month for 36 months with $29.99 due at signing. With approved credit through TFS, tax, title, and license extra. Call 1-888-36-TOYOTA for details. Or get any new built-in-the-USA 2019 Camry with $1,750 cash back. For all Toyota offers, see your Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I'm on over to Heartland. On football Saturdays, we watch legends made on the field. But did you know that the agriculture field is Ohio's largest industry? With our dedicated team of agribusiness bankers, we stretch all across this great state. Farmers, consider Heartland. I'm Scott McComb, CEO. Come on over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Your home for Ohio State Athletics, The Fan. It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. Again, Ohio State, big victory Saturday at Nebraska. And uh, Jim Lachey, I mean, we were just talking off the air a little bit. Uh, it just, everything flew by on Saturday. It seemed like everybody was okay. Yeah, I think they came out of it. Obviously, the concern going in the game was Brandon Bowen, uh, you know, whether he was going to be a game-time decision. He went out through warm-ups. He went through, you know, went through, looked like he's okay. But you could tell that Josh Allaby was taking those first-team reps at right tackle. Also added to the list was Taraja Mitchell. And then still on the list is Tyreek Smith. Tyreek. 
he got hurt against that Indiana game and hasn't been back since. So we'll have to kind of follow that. But uh, good football player, need to get him back. Also defensive tackle, Teron Vincent on that list. And a couple guys that have been there for the most of the year. C.J. Saunders, still captain, uh, has not got a chance to play. So we hope he's continuing to get that knee better. Our report was brought to you by Elk and Elk. If a medical mistake caused you injury, call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. He's in motion to the right. Smith the throw. Backside pressure hit by Bond. Pass in the air. Picked off by Burks. 35-40. 45-50. To the 45-40. 35-30. Burks to the 20. Burks to the 10. To the 5. Touchdown. Wisconsin. The defense comes through again. Matt LaPay, Learfield IMG College. Wisconsin looks to be the real deal. They beat Northwestern 24-15, and that defense, as Matt alluded to, came up big on they Saturday. They certainly did, and Jonathan Taylor continues to come up big. After the fact, a lot of questioning, and we were listening to that game going to the stadium. Northwestern in the second half, two different times going for two-point conversions and not getting either of them somewhat early in the half, maybe midway, late third quarter. It seems to be one of those where once they didn't make the first one, they were chasing those points constantly. Jim. Yeah, they were. And, and, and again, that seems to be one of those tough games for Wisconsin, you know, with Northwestern. But as you said, they seem to be chasing points. Wisconsin looks unstoppable right now. Their defense playing lights out, man. And, uh, you know, they're one of the top in the country. And they got Jonathan Taylor running the football. It's going to be interesting. You know, we, we got a chance to go get some Melvin Gordons, those type of top running backs in the past. And, again, Taylor's another tough one. So that's that's a team you got to keep your eye on. You didn't see Mac Brown texting Pat Fitzgerald during the side. <laughs> no, that <laughs> didn't happen. On. Wisconsin looks to be the real deal, though. Well, I mean, you mentioned their defense, Jim, and that's exactly right. I mean, they, there are certain defenses you watch and you say – they really get that assignment piece. And you, you know, people might think, oh, this college football, of course they know their assignments. No, no. Some defenses are just a cut above. You watch them. They know exactly their gap, their exact assignment. They know the little nuances of how to stop a, a running game, even like Ohio State. They're not going to shut us down, but we're not going to run for, what do we run, 368 against Nebraska. That's not going to happen against Wisconsin. They're mm. too well coached. They know what they're doing. Next to Ann Arbor, Michigan looked to bounce back from their loss to Wisconsin a week ago. They hosted Rutgers. They keep it for sure. Jay Patterson, he's around the left end, and he walks in untouched. Hard play fake inside. Shea Patterson takes it in from two yards. Michigan touchdown. Jim Brandstatter, Learfield IMG College. Michigan routes Rutgers 52 to nothing, and I think everybody understands and knows the news that came out of Rutgers after this game. Yes, Chris Ash unfortunately was let go, and uh, you know a lot of people thought that was something that, and it sounds like from one of the stories, the Board of Trustees decided this two weeks ago <laughs> that they were going to approve the move if the athletic director decided to make it. Chris Ash walked into a difficult situation there. And whoever is going to come afterwards is still going to deal with a difficult situation. Rutgers has not yet taken advantage of the Big Ten money they'll get to upgrade their facilities, something they badly need to do. But what's happening in Ohio State's benefited from it. Other people are raiding New Jersey for high school football players, and Rutgers isn't getting their fair share. Facilities there are just, it's, it's so tight. The, the job that whoever is there, it's just such an uphill battle right now. No, no doubt about it. Chris Chris Ash had quite the undertaking turning that program around. I know Shiano had them winning at one point, but that's tough sledding there. The good news is there's certain head coaches you say, boy, where are they going to end up? And I, I know all these guys are well-paid, but Chris Ash – will absolutely find a great job. He's organized. He can coordinate a defense. He's an outstanding football coach. Mm-hmm. And you just watch. He, he he will be a main core guy on a big-time program staff in the future. We hey, no, go ahead. Big-time decision there for <clears throat> Pat Hobbs, the uh, athletic director there, because look at it. 
$9.4 million. He's got to pay eight point five dollars uh, to Coach uh, Ash for leaving and then 900000 to the coordinator for leaving, John Minolti. And I understand finding the offensive coordinator. They've been outscored 112-16 to 16 the first three games. They're, they're not getting it done. But with Kyle Flood, I think there were some things there they had to get rid of him. Why'd they extend Ash two years ago? Why, why'd they extend him to 2022? That, oh. it, 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 it was in recruiting? 2017. But Image you, for recruiting? I don't know. It, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, have some consistency. Two years ago, you make this decision, and then three games, you know, 15 games later, you're firing this guy, so to speak. So I think either you're going to stick with a guy, but it's a big-time investment to get rid of it, and then – you know, who, the new guy comes in here. You know, yeah. what, we keep what, hearing, you we you keep hearing the same shoulder name. all the time. Greg Schiano. We keep hearing that. He'd be a great one. He would. Know. Again, the success he had, though, he wasn't playing in the Big Ten. Wasn't playing in the Big Ten. So, uh, that, that's the big, especially the Big Ten East. Uh, yeah. Next, Ohio State's opponent this week, Michigan State hosted Indiana. Lewerke has Elijah Collins to his left. Hands to Elijah running right. Daylight. Green grass in front. Into the end zone. Standing up. Touchdown, MSU. George Blaha, Spartan Sports Network. This one got interesting late as uh, Michigan State holds on for a 40-31 victory over the Hoosiers. And Indiana got Michael Penix back at quarterback. He was named the Big Ten freshman, I believe freshman of the week this week for his performance. It just makes you wonder what would have happened had he been there a few weeks previously. But it seems like Brian Lewerke is kind of getting his groove back. He sure is, Paul. Ten touchdowns, one interception on the year, averaging 265 a game. He found Daryl Stewart uh, as a wide receiver out there. He's been able to make some big plays, averaging like 111 yards of receiving yards per game. Still really haven't hit it at running back. I know they got Collins in there and then kind of a host of other guys that go out. Uh, Cam Cam Hayward's brother is still yeah, out there. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, running for him. So, you know, I think offensively, Connor, no mistake, yeah, yeah, Connor. They're, no mistake. They're they're, they're going to have those big tight ends full back and try to power you around and get you with some play action. Defense, they still got Joe yeah. Bashy out there. Kenny Willick is making plays, and the Dow brothers. Seems like there's always a Dow on their team uh, from Ohio. Uh, you know, from I think from the St. Edward program. Uh, but uh, been outstanding athletes over the years, and they recruit Ohio well. So it'll be a tough out. Michigan State's always yeah. been a tough out. It was last year. Until they had, you know, with their punting issues, they had to take that safety, and, and the, the tide turned after that. Friday night, Penn State played at Maryland. This was all Lions. Third down and nine, their own 42. Here they come. Back he goes over the middle. Hamler's got a 50. Breaks a tackle, far side 45. He's got Dotson in front of the 30. Makes a move to the 25, 20, far quarter, 10, 5. Touchdown, Penn State. 58 yards, and the Nittany Lions are on the board again. Steve Jones, Learfield IMG College, Penn State rips Maryland 59 to nothing. Jerry Rodzinski, where's that Terrapin offense we saw yeah, the first couple of I, weeks? I agree. I didn't see that coming. And, and uh, just a lopsided game. To me, this says something about the way Penn State is recruiting. I mean, Franklin has got away. And I know it's Penn State, so any coach could have some success. But he's getting a high-tier yeah. athlete, especially at those skilled spots. They got speed. They got playmaking ability. And... Boy, Maryland did not show up. They got to do much better than that because uh, early on in the season, they were showing some glimmers of hope, and it felt like there was real momentum in that program. Lions were maybe a little, a little bit of a question mark. Nobody knew exactly what to expect. But they well, look really good right now. Yeah, remember they lost uh, Tommy Stevens, who went to Mississippi State, but uh, Sean Trace Clifford. Gone. Uh, yeah, Trace gone, but Sean Clifford has really shown why they weren't too worried about it. Next stop, West Lafayette. Purdue hosted Minnesota. Morgan looks to the sideline, out of the pistol set. Two receivers left, two right, no tight ends here. Back to pass is Morgan on play action. Throws over the middle again. Babin on the run at the 30 behind the defense. 20, 10, 5, touchdown. Minnesota Golden Gophers. Rashad Bateman's third touchdown.
touchdown of the season. And for Minnesota, that one goes for 34 yards. Mike Grimm, Learfield IMG College. Minnesota holds off a late Purdue charge with it to escape with a 38-31 victory. Gophers remain unbeaten. And how about quarterback Tanner Morgan? 21 of 22 passing. His completion percentage, 955. The best single game mark in conference history for any quarterback that attempted 13 or more passes. Final stop, Iowa City, where the Hawkeyes hosted Middle Tennessee. Stanley play fakes, rolls out, goes to the end zone for Smith. Caught! Touchdown! Touchdown, Iowa! Brandon Smith ran all the way across the back of the end zone and a perfect spiral by Stanley in a full-out run to his right and just lofted the ball in there. Gary Dolphin, Learfield IMG College. Iowa rolls past Middle Tennessee 48-3. Very quietly, Iowa's still unbeaten. They're right there. Wisconsin getting all the love right now on that side, but uh, Hawkeyes have done no wrong. Well, I'm looking at this defense. I mean, holding them to three points, sure, the 48 points looks good, but you have to be disciplined in this day and age. I know Middle Tennessee's only one and three right now, but they all these teams have playmakers, so you're playing a good, disciplined brand of football on defense. If you can, they had three shutout uh, quarters, and then the third quarter, they give up a little field goal, but really doing well on that defensive side couple of things get interesting this weekend iowa plays at michigan as far as what we might see on saturday yeah and you know an experienced quarterback and nate stanley going on the road uh that that'll be an interesting matchup because you know i think the week after it's iowa and wisconsin you know you take a look at everything that plus you got to look at things from michigan's perspective as well jim yeah they had a big game big come you know uh kind of get healthy again uh, go 59 points you know and get the coach fired from Rutgers, and you know they're feeling good about themselves who's got it better than us right now, you know, we're going to find out with Iowa. The Hawkeyes are, you know, well, well-rounded well program. I think their defense is playing a little bit better. Uh, Epineza, their defensive end, A.J. has really stepped up and made some nice plays, really picked up his game. Uh, the running backs have gotten it done, and Stanley's been effective at their quarterback. Uh, you know, we saw all of that last year. Also on Saturday, Maryland is at Rutgers. Uh, Penn State hosts Purdue. Yes, uh, Kent State is at Wisconsin on Saturday. Minnesota hosts Illinois. Northwestern is at Nebraska. And, of course, Ohio State plays host to Michigan And speaking of Purdue, it looks like they've lost their quarterback, Sindelar, possibly for the rest of the year. And... uh, Rondale Moore will be out this week. We'll see if what how that shapes out for uh, for the Boilers. Absolutely. Again, Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you in part by Incova Insurance. Ohio State and Michigan State on Saturday. Spartan coach Mark D'Antonio will join us next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Hey, I'm Kirk Herbstreet, and I watch college football like it's my job. It is your job. I know, but sometimes I like to get out of the booth and chill. Here, have a Coors Light. Thanks. So, where was I? You're on my couch. In my spot. Oh, is this your spot? It's a nice spot. Great view. Grab some Coors Light for every game day. 
proud sponsor of the Ohio State Sports Network. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Game nights, holiday dinners, birthday parties. Create new memories in your new home. And let the Ohio Housing Finance Agency help. If you're ready to buy a home, visit myohiohome.org. OFA offers down payment and closing cost assistance, lower interest rates, and more. OFA makes buying a home affordable. Visit myohiohome.org. For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat God as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. It may be considered a controversy to have many qualified players for one position, but in football and the legal system, depth and strength is what sets law firms and teams apart from the rest. Elk and Elk is recommended by legal ranking systems and most importantly by our clients. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO where our depth is your strength and trust is earned. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks! The Ohio Council of Retail Merchants, Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio, and Rev Local, in partnership with Ohio State Athletics, is pleased to launch the Scarlet and Gray Business Network. This program supports the Ohio small business community and associates your business with one of the strongest brands in college athletics, the Ohio State Buckeyes. To learn more or to join the Scarlet and Gray Business Network, visit sgbnetwork.com. Presented by the Ohio Council of Retail Merchants, Better Business Bureau of Central Ohio, and Rev Local, digital marketing for your business. The, 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 fan, the Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Jerry Radzinski in with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable Insiders. Saturday night, Ohio State will host Michigan State. Time for our Insiders Report. Earlier today, Paul Keels had a chance to catch up with Michigan State head coach Mark D'Antonio. Well, Mark, first off, if you could kind of give us your uh, thoughts after the fact of the uh, Indiana win you had last Saturday. Well, that's a big win for us. Uh, you know, tight game, as many of the games with Indiana seem to have become. Um, but uh, we got it done at the end of the game and uh, excited about coming away with the win. So we're 4-1. and one. Feel like we let one get away from us, but uh, we're excited about coming to Columbus for a great challenge. Seeing what Brian Lewerke did with 300 yards through the air, 78 on the ground, is he kind of still symbolizing that dual threat that you've hoped that he'd always be, Mark? Yeah, I think he has the ability to create, and that'll be so important in this next game for us uh, down in Columbus. But uh, so he can get out of trouble, which he'll need to, and, and he's been very, very good, you know, with the ball in his hands as far as throwing it right now. You know, he's. You know, much like your guy, um, you know, you know, Brian's only has one interception. I think Fields has zero, but he's been very productive as a as a player for us. And uh, you know, you, you when you get 
good quarterback play, good things happen, and right now we're getting great quarterback play. Has to help when he's got a target like Daryl Stewart to throw to, doesn't it? Yeah, Daryl's had a, a great year. You know, we've always said, hey, you, as a senior, you've got to have your best year at Michigan State if we're going to be, do great things. And right now, you know, really our seniors are all playing very, very well. Is Elijah Collins in the running game, Mark, giving you what you'd hope to get out of that spot? Yeah, you know, Elijah has sort of blossomed into, you know, I've always known he's got great ability. You know, he's about 224-pound guy. He's, he's got a skill set, you know, in terms of just explosiveness. And uh, and he gets better and better every single game, you know. So he's a young back, but uh, I think, um, you know, he's been he's been pretty productive for us. You know, uh, he's cracked the 100-yard cracked the hundred yard mark once but um, but in a big game. But, uh, but uh, he's been... Uh, I think he's going to be an outstanding running back for us. I know that you had to play a lot of offensive linemen last year. Mark, are you seeing now that the benefit of that experience is helping them with what they need to do up front? Yeah, I think we got some young guys going to be playing as well. But um, I do think that, you know, our guys have, you know, we, we, we have had a couple injuries, as you guys probably already know. But um, but guys have stepped in, and we've got guys back with starting experience. So we should be in good shape at that position. On the other side of the ball on defense, when you look at what Kenny Willekes does with 12 tackles this past Saturday against Indiana, that seems to be kind of a common thing. Is he a guy that has continued to improve what's already been some great football at Michigan State, Mark? Just relentless guy, you know. I mean, uh, great leadership skills in that capacity as well. And, uh, you know, he's going to play extremely hard and um, – you know he's made himself into he's he's transformed himself into a great uh, a great football player and he's always had great intensity but over the course of time you know he's really become a great football player and uh, you know Joe Bocci at linebacker gives us the same thing and then our two inside players are very good as well so you know we've got a great front seven they've played extremely well we've been good on the back end and and really defensively with the exception of this task this last game we've been very very exceptional how important is it to have leaders like that on your defense that set the example mark for all of the other guys out there well it's, it's critical you know we had five guys that probably could have gone out for the nfl draft and they all decided to stay one guy did go one of the six went but five guys remained and you know that's like getting you know four or five star guys with experience and knowledge and i think we have I think we have like maybe 200 and some, you know, games started um, that exist among our, all of our defensive players, you know, in, ter- in total. So we've got an experienced group that can adapt and, um, you know, and make plays. So we'll need to do that on, on Saturday night. What's your overall uh, takeaway from what you've seen from Ohio State, Mark? Great football team, you know. Uh, you're going to have to beat the best in the conference. You're going to have to beat the defending champion. You know, Coach Meyer certainly didn't leave the closet or the cupboard dry um, it's filled you know you've got guys that with, they've got the depth on offense and deep defense I think Fields is playing outstanding um, you know good running backs offensive lines playing well you had a multitude of receivers to throw to and then uh, on the defensive side of the ball you know they've got they've got uh, outstanding linebackers in front and secondary so I don't see a I don't really see a weakness we're going to have to play very well and uh We'll put our mind to that and um, and see where it goes. Michigan State coach Mark D'Antonio, always appreciate your time. Mark, thanks for it. Okay, thanks again for having us on. And I know I don't have to say it, but go green for those Spartans out there. <laughs> you got it. All right, thanks, Paul. Before uh, Coach D'Antonio, good job, by the way, Paul. Before D'Antonio got there at Michigan State, really kind of had a revolving door of coaches for a while. Now when you think MSU football, 
you think Mark D'Antonio longevity as well as success, Jerry? Yeah, he's he's done a, a terrific job up there, and it's it's going to be interesting because the you know to me that's like this Narduzzi D'Antonio. I would even say like a Luke Fickle. Like they bring that element of toughness and embracing these types of environment. Maybe a little different than like a Scott Frost, former quarterback, who's you, you know I, I I get all that, but some of these defensive guys like a D'Antonio can really rally teams, and it's been fun to see what he's done there and for so long now. And, and a great and, fit, Paul. He has, and you know now the all-time winningest coach in Michigan State history but remember he had uh, to make some decisions in the offseason uh he's had great consistency with the staff but he had to change responsibilities with coordinators who were uh coordinators no longer are and you know they, they've kind of been up and down a little bit but you always know they're going to be solid defensively paul help, paul help me real quick after saban bobby williams uh, john l smith john l smith you had was there uh, another one in there uh, i don't think so yeah, yeah not the I, I can't think of the other one in there. But, uh, Coach no, Saban, Bobby Williams, John Antonio. That was the order. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations, Dan Antonio, for getting the, uh, the all-time record over Duffy Daughtry, I believe. Duffy Daughtry. There you yep. go. All right, uh, guys. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com to save $2 on any order over 20 bucks. And your locally owned Papa John's will donate a dollar to the James at Ohio State. Buck up and beat cancer. We'll break things down with some chalk talk next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Whether you're tailgating before the game or watching at home, Speedway is always on your way and is exactly what you need to enjoy the game. Snacks, beverages, and everything in between. And nobody but Speedway has the speedy rewards card. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way the Convenience Stores of Speedway. Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. Power is a great deal during Ram Power Days. But when that deal is on the all-new Ram 1500, with available features like a 12-inch touchscreen, the largest of any light-duty truck, a bed with sides that double as Ram box storage, a tailgate capable of a 60-40 split, and a legendary Hemi V8 with hybrid technology, well, not only is that a powerful deal, that's the power to innovate. The all-new Ram 1500. Hurry into Ram Power Days for great deals on the most powerful lineup with the most horsepower of any full-size truck. Well-qualified lessees can lease the all-new 2019 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4 with a V6 engine for $269 a month for 24 months with $3,750 due at signing. Tax title license extra. Call 1-877-RAM-5722 for lease details. Requires dealer contribution or lease through iLife Financial. Extra charge for miles over $20,000. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 930. 
Buckeyes, United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. We want to recognize your small business with Spotlight on Small Business Sweepstakes. Weekly winners receive football tickets, on-field recognition, radio promotion, and more. To enter, visit uhcbusiness.com backslash Buckeyes. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit uhcbusiness.com slash Buckeyes. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Buckeye fans, the Ohio State 4-Miler is back on Saturday, October 12th in Ohio Stadium. Join your favorite former Buckeyes, Brutus, and the Spirit Squad for your chance to finish on the 50. Registration is now live for the 4-Miler, Brutus Bolt Kids Race, and the Diamond Cellar VIP Experience at OhioState4Miler.com. A portion of the race proceeds benefit the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. The Ohio State 4-Miler, presented by Kroger, Raising Canes, and the Ohio Beef Council. Visit OhioStateFOURMiler.com for more info, and we'll see you in the shoe. Hi, I'm George Kaufman, Vice President and Fifth Generation Buyers Family Member. At Buyers Auto, we've been Buckeye fans since 1897, back when tailgates had actual tails. Today, over a century later, Buyers Auto sells more cars than any other dealership in Central Ohio. We are proud to sponsor Ohio State Athletics again this year because Buyers Auto believes in the values that Ohio State instills in young people, and we hold ourselves to those same values. Go Bucks! Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto. Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Jerry Radzinski, I'm Skip Mossick. The Tim Hortons Bucks win, you win promotion. Let's fans win off the field whenever the Buckeyes win on the field this season. Following each football win, go to a participating Ohio Tim Hortons location and mention Bucks win, you win to receive a medium, hot, or iced coffee of any blend for just a dollar. Valid the day following a victory only. No additional purchase necessary sales tax may apply tim horton's official coffee sponsor of ohio state athletics buckeye roundtable chalk talk all right ohio state michigan state on saturday night guys over the years the spartans have not been very good guests here in ohio state they'd spill red wine on your carpet they'll break a lamp or two they've had some wins here that have cost the buckeyes some national championship chances remember any of those jerry yeah. Don't hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Dark Saturday. 98-15 was another year. I mean, there, there's it's happened a couple of different times. Sparty always comes in here and gives Ohio I, State I, fits. I, I played golf last fall with uh, Fred Pugich, and we were talking a little bit about that game. And what are you going to do? We had the Thorpe Award winner on Plaxico Burris, and uh, the guy makes some plays. And uh, Mark Dan, uh, I'm not D'Antonio, but Nick Saban and, and, and that crew, they got us in 98. Yeah. But you're right. There is, there's this weird Michigan State dynamic, and I don't think this is the year that happens, but uh, watch out, as always. Wasn't Dino the coordinator, defense coordinator? He was. That team? He yeah. sure was, yeah. And, and each of those years, too, weren't the quarterbacks Ohio guys? Yep. Bill Burke from yeah. Warren Howland and 15. Kid from Springfield, wasn't he? Um, Lima. Lima. Oh, Lima. yeah, yeah. O'Connell? Yeah, Connor or uh, something like that. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. we know that uh, Michigan State plays really good defense. What do they do on that side of the ball that could cause Ohio State some problems? Well, I think I I think they have aggressive mindset with their perimeter guys, and what they'll do is they'll just they'll bring extra hats down. They'll sell out to stop the run because that that, that's the identity they want to have. Is if you're going to beat us, you're going to do it through the air. We're not going to let you run the ball against us. It's you know the the old John Cooper philosophy. Hey, to win games, (laughs) you got to run the ball and stop the run. And 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 Mark D'Antonio is all about stopping the run. So he's going to get the right type of defense. 
defensive lineman. There's a certain type of attitude he's trying to recruit. They have physical practices where, you, you know, they're, they're uh, I mean, in this day and age, it's not like they're, they're, they're banging every day, but they really preach and work on stopping that run. And Coach Day told us earlier in the program, it's just, hey, Sparty's good. They're number one in the nation as far as the run. Yeah, they are. They, uh, Joe Bocci, their, quarter, or their linebacker, uh, kind of the quarterback of their defense, gets everybody lined up, has been playing, you know, lights out. He's got 46 tackles, averaging about 90 game right now. So he's a playmaker. You better put a hat on him. But they get their defensive line. They get a lot of penetration. Kenny Willekes seems like a guy that makes plays. They've always had that one guy in the defensive end that you know stands up and 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 and, and gets after Ohio State. So it's going to be another big test for our offensive line. Their cornerbacks have always been very strong too. They like to play that man, you know. And mm-hmm. so you got to take them out of it. And like you said, you got to make big plays. I'll never forget the touchdown that Devin Smith had up there. Uh, you know, on a post route. It was hard to get them against, but when you get them, they're awful. They're a thing of beauty. As far as Ohio State's defense, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, for years, Sparty was just going to wear on you. just going to bang you, bang, 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 play after play. Does that work against uh, what we've seen so far against this defense? No, not with the depth of our defensive line. I mean, we're not, you know, in in week, you know, coming into the halfway point, banged up. It's the opposite. We're actually getting healthier. The defensive linemen, the, the Coopers and Landers, and some of these guys are getting fresher and I don't think it's going to work against Ohio State. You have to truly be balanced if you're going to have a shot against that defense. It's just we talked about it. All three levels, Ohio State is is clicking on all cylinders. They understand their assignments. They play with great technique. The effort's there because if they did, they don't give great effort, there's a guy on that sidelines that's going to come right in there for you. I feel sorry for the offensive tackles, the opposing offensive tackles that got to come in here and play, especially you got a night game. Uh, it's supposed to be, what, black unis. They're asking everybody to – what, blackout, so wear your black T-shirt, Skip, when you come to the game. <laughs> Get your chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, good. We know, Keith. I, I'm an old man just like Paul with these night games. I just, it's like, I know the fans love Sleep in. But I don't know. Yeah, but the fans can leave early. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. Guys, great job tonight. Jerry Rodzinski, thanks for stopping thanks, down Thank here. you guys Always for having love me. love having you down here. Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Buyers Auto, has been brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance, Ram Trucks, the American Dairy Association Mideast, Papa John's, and by Buyers Auto. For our producer, Colin Berenger, and for Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, and Jerry Rudzinski, I'm Skip Mossick. As always, thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.